Welcome to the Libra Lounge with Keisha podcast. I'm your host, Keisha. Producer James is over there being extra producery. Yes. <laughs> this is episode 128. Yeah, golly, that's a lot of shows. It is. And we're still not getting paid. <laughs> uh, I want to apologize for, we didn't have a show last week, right? No, we didn't. Because I was so disgustingly sick. Uh, my two-year-old niece, Myla, has some kind of Ebola virus or something like that. And she was snotting, coughing. She had like a drag queen's voice. Uh but I love her so much. I still had to see her and kiss her. Like literally when I was kissing her, I was swallowing her snot at the same time. My mom was like, clearly you want to get sick. And I got sick. I had no voice at all. I still have like a horrible cough at nighttime. It just, it's not cute. It's not cute. Not at all. So on the way here to record, I was like, oh my God, I'm nervous about how I'm going to sound. And I'm like, let me like practice some things with my voice. So as I'm doing it, it I realized that I sound just like uh, Kim Zolciak Beerman from what season was it of The Real Housewives of Atlanta? Was it season two? She was trying to be a pop star. And she's in the recording booth with DJ Tracy and uh, she's trying to sing the ring didn't mean a thing and if you remember this this is exactly how i was like and if you if you see the episode like there's clips of it everywhere that was me driving here trying to do voice exercises and i don't know my inner kim just happened to pop out um speaking of kim boy oh boy oh boy she just cannot catch a break but she keeps doing it to herself so there's this um instagram group it's called girl gang 773 which now she just switched over to a new page, but I think it's Gigi's Reality Tea. And her whole goal is to um, basically put influencers, reality TV stars on blast for the fake shit that they do. So Kim made a post, uh, I think it was, it had to, yeah, it was yesterday. She's in a bikini and she's promoting some kind of weight loss program right so she's in the bikini her bikini uh looking all of her size two because she constantly has to say she wears she wears a size two so i don't know how they do this but it is the funniest shit they know how to do this thing where they can tell that a photo has been photoshopped i'm not talking about where you can see like in the background that the wall is leaning and has a curve in it no this is like some weird this is what it looks like okay predator so whenever the predator's vision is like that weird kind of it looks like that so then you can see what their real size is and you can see how much they photoshopped and they did that of kim Oh, baby, you might want to switch over to some flat tummy tea because that belly, it's a belly. It is a true belly. And then there's also a picture of her. It actually was a video. I don't know what she's doing. It looks like they're in some kind of an apartment. I don't know if, um, you know, she's broke now, so they could be trying to find a high rise or something like that to live in. And she's in uh, this cute white top and she's got on orange shorts. But my God, 
her stomach is huge in it, okay? And I don't care, because I've always had a huge stomach, but I'm not going around telling people that I'm a size two and Photoshopping all of the pictures that I put out. And another thing that they caught her doing was that uh, Greg Leakes, who's the husband of Nene Leakes, when he passed away, when they had his celebration of life, <laughs> it's so funny, because <laughs> they just straight up caught her. I would have never realized this, but whenever there was a photo taken of her, she's sitting down, and she has Croy angled to where he's covering up her stomach. <laughs> because she knew that there will be cameras and when there's other cameras taking pictures you can't tell them what to do when they post the photo so I guess you just use your husband to cover up your belly fat so yeah you've got to see this it is hilarious like it's really it's straight up predator vision what's the name of the page again I think it's um, so the original page is uh, girl gangs with a Z 773 and I think her new page is, I think it's Gigi's Reality T, but I think it's Reality with just an I. Anyway, if you follow the Libra Lounge with Keisha on Instagram, I follow them. So just go look at my followers and um, you'll find the page. All right. So if you are a friend of the Libra Lounge, you know what time it is. It is time for the gab. We know she has a really big mouth which sounds kind of dirty, and that's probably true, too. Let's gossip the gab with Keisha. Okay, there, a lot of shit has been going on. Like, I was sitting here doing our show layout, and I'm like, holy crap, when I miss a week, I have a lot of catching up to, like, a lot of stuff has happened. I I can't even do all of it within our hour-long show because I literally can sit here and talk for two hours. But I have a life outside of this, so I'm not going to do it. I'm going to try to keep it to an hour. All right, so Chris Pratt, who everyone loves Chris Pratt because he's just, like, a good guy. And plus, he's married to Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter, so, like, if you don't like Chris Pratt, Pratt, the Terminator is going to come and get you, okay? So he and Katherine Schwarzenegger just had a baby girl, I want to say. And so Chris went on to social media to really thank his wife for carrying his baby. And then he made this comment. This is so fucked up. Okay, <laughs> it's not fucked up on Chris's part. He said, I wanted to thank my wife, Catherine, for giving me a healthy baby girl. Do you see anything wrong with that? Nothing. Well, but. The, the, but the interweb surely thought something was wrong with that. All right, so you guys know that Chris Pratt used to be married to Anna Ferris, and they have a son, and he's got some kind of medical condition. I can't remember. It's it's not very common. I can't remember what it was, but he ain't healthy. So <laughs> the internet said that when Chris made that comment, that he was giving a dig to Anna because she didn't give him a healthy child. It's ridiculous. I think it is the most ridiculous thing because whenever a child is born, you always say, thank you, God. Thank you, Allah. Thank you, Buddha, whoever you praise. Thank you for blessing me with this healthy child. And I think that's all that Chris was trying to say. Yes. He didn't say, Catherine, oh my God, 
I'm so glad I produced with you because that other bitch gave me a kid that something was wrong with it. And now you've given me a healthy Arnold Schwarzenegger blooded child. Thank you so much. I should have done this with you to begin with. Like I should have only done it with you. That is just how uber sensitive our world is right now that you can take something that is one of the most normal things to say and you twist it into something horrible. Like that is horrible. That is horrible. Yes. And there's no way like, Chris is pretty spiritual. He often talks about God and his religion and his faith. He wouldn't, I don't think that thought was ever in his head. Of course not. He's talking about, thank you for the healthy baby uh, healthy girl child. Right yes. Here. Like, thank you for carrying our child. Thank you. I'm, I'm so sure he happy. said the same thing to Anna. Yes, I'm sure he Chris did. It's great. Exactly. I mean, he'd be out there training little baby dinosaurs and stuff. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Sorry, guys. You're going to hear a lot of sniffles and a lot of coughing throughout this episode. I apologize for doing it in your ear. But I'm still a little bit sick. I'm, I, I can't help it. We got Terminator Star-Lord baby here. Yes. I mean, what more did you want? And he's a nice fucking And he's guy. a nice guy. You know, if it would have would have been one of these knuckleheaded ass rappers out there that said it. Well, they would have said it in a way that was obvious, like, hey, I'm glad this woman. I'm glad this me. bitch like, right here. Yeah. This one, this little shorty. I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I feel so bad for him because he caught a lot of heat for it. Unnecessary, unwarranted, ridiculous. Yes. Let me pounce on somebody and sound important for a second. Heat. And this is how society is right now is that, okay, you take this comment that he made. I'm sure lots of people read it and thought, okay, totally normal. But all it takes is one fucktard to make this negative and it makes everyone go back, read it again from that fucked up perspective. And I'm like, oh, maybe that person's right. I got to admit, I did it too. I went back and read it, and I, I was really like, is he really digging it? And I'm like, no, he's not. This is so innocent. It's just a bizarre thing. I, I just think that we as a society cr crave drama so much that we just create it. But this right here was just total bullshit. Sorry. And, and, and here's the thing. Do you get mad at the blogs or, you know, these websites for, you know, sharing that story and that perspective yes i do actually i get mad because they put it out there well i get mad at everybody because they put it out there and then the fact that people run with it that's a yeah. problem you yeah. can people say stupid shit all the time yes but it matters when people take up stupid shit and run with it yeah and, and they ran with it they did a whole goddamn marathon they was in the olympics with it okay <laughs> They was out there chasing Shakari with this story, all right? All right, so moving right along, Britney Spears is finally F-R-E-E free. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, look, I, I'm very happy that Britney is free of her, and I'm going to say it wrong because I say it wrong every time I say it, and Producer James will have to uh, give you the correct dialogue, her conservatory close enough her, her conservatorship conservatorship her conservatorship <laughs> has been lifted her slave bondage ba basically she ain't got an overseer anymore okay <laughs> she's free 
her father is no longer in control of her finances, her vagina, because they wouldn't let the girl have a baby, her career, any of that, she's free. Now, the question is, how long before Britney majorly fucks up now that she has this, okay? Because producer James had to point it out to me, because I'm like, free Britney, free Britney, hashtag free Britney. He's like, Keisha, you know how bad it must have, must have been for them to even do this to begin with. He's like, they had to prove in a court of law that this girl was not able to really make decisions for herself, career-wise, financially, personally, all of this. And it was for many, 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 many years. And I just feel like when they told Brittany, okay, you're free of this, you can make decisions on your own. I feel like the judge should have said, but the first thing that you need to do is find a good eye makeup remover and stop posting videos with that damn eyeliner from like two days ago still on your face. I don't get the whole eyeliner thing. She never looks like she has washed her face. She's still wearing her crop tops from circa 1999. Brittany's still got a little bit of crazy in her, y'all, okay? She's got a lot of crazy. I think she still has a little bit of crazy in her. I I do think that this should have been... Okay, wait. <laughs> Let me see. I think it should have been lifted, but I think she still needs guidance. <laughs> it should have been like a, like a probationary period. Yes, it should have been like, we're going to try this for two months, okay? If within the two months, you've made good healthy, like Chris Press baby healthy decisions, we'll extend it. And then at six months, we'll check. Because again, like producer, like producer James is not always right. Well, I mean, he's right a lot, but I just don't let him know he's right. But he was right on this one. Cause they had to prove every, every so often that she still was not able to do this. She's already talking about having a baby, which that's fine because Brittany's, what am I? I'm 42, so Brittany's gotta be 40. Yeah, something like that. So, yeah, if she does want to have another baby, it, it, the clock is starting to tick. Yeah. So, yeah, those are things she needs to be thinking about. She's engaged. Uh, also, another thing, along with the eyeliner, I, I think that the judge should have said, Brittany, the next time you do a video, video, please go get a proper manicure. We don't want to see chipped nails because the first sign of a crazy hoe is fucking <laughs> chipped nail polish. And Brittany always has chipped nail polish. And you cannot tell me, Brittany, it was not in those conservatorship, uh, you know, guidelines that she couldn't get her nails done. I don't believe that to be true. I mean, perhaps it was. I just don't believe it. But Brittany, let's start with baby steps. Let's get the eyeliner cleaned up. I mean, just get an esthetician to come to your house and properly clean your face every morning for you. You can afford it. And someone to do your nails, stop biting them, get someone to clean up your cuticles, and you're good to go, Brittany. But in all seriousness, I'm happy to see that Brittany's free. She's even, even saying that she may go back to the studio. She may start recording again and go on tour. And Brittany, if you go on tour again, I most definitely will buy tickets because Britney, Britney's a fucking phenomenal performer. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to give it, let's see, I'm going to say six months and we'll know for sure whether it was a good thing or a bad thing. I think we'll know before six months. You think so? Yeah. Well, I'll say this because now you heard it on the Libra Lounge. The sign of crazy is chip nails. Chip nails. <laughs> you cannot trust a hoe with chip nails. Mm-mm. She either live in a trailer and sells meth on the side, 
and food stamps. She sells her food stamps for cash. <laughs> These are all girls with chip fingernail polish. All right, so. She watered down her uh, wick milk. Yeah, so, yo, yeah, 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 yeah. They still drink cow milk. They don't even drink almond milk, you know. <laughs> Cow milk is for the poor child, okay? We drink almond milk up in here, almond breeze, to be factual, okay? So moving right along, Paul Rudd has been named the sexiest man alive by People Magazine. Okay. Paul Rudd is very cute. He always has been, and he does not age, okay? However, Sexiest man alive? Now, to be fair, I've always had a problem whenever people puts out like the 50 most beautiful people in the world, the sexiest man alive. No, 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 no. You mean who is the sexiest celebrity man alive? You mean the 50 most beautiful celebrities because it's a whole bunch of beautiful people in this world who are way prettier than celebrities. I just feel like, you know, you got Paul Rudd, then you've got Brad Pitt. Paul Rudd, Michael B. Jordan. Paul Rudd, uh, George Clooney. You know, he's, he's, he's cute. At most, he's cute. He's handsome. I just, when I see Paul Rudd, I mean, him being kind of quirky and funny or whatever, that, that makes him attractive. But sexiest man alive? I have no idea at all how they define. I mean, he ain't right. no producer James now, okay? Yeah, yeah, Not my little burly Viking over here. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, me, Kevin Smith, Kevin James. The, they all triplets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know how they define sexy in that anymore because you would think it would be some model, somebody who's paid mm -hmm. to be beautiful enough, you know, more than other people. So yeah. I don't know. And it seems to change every time they release that. Like there's some other. Yes. Some criteria other, has changed yeah, yeah. Some character that's like okay we're gonna the funny guy needs to get it this year right you know the handsome guy the right. nice guy so i don't know so i have a theory and my theory is that they pick this guy as a publicity stunt think about you it you think yeah so <laughs> so for example paul rudd just got named sexiest man alive and to, today, his new movie, Ghostbusters, drops. What? What? Golly gee, really? <laughs> okay, here's another example. Will curse? <laughs> Daniel Craig was named Sexiest Man Alive, and I think they were about to drop a new James Bond movie. What? what? <laughs> a publicity stunt in Hollywood? Golly what? gee, they do that? It's not true? Yes, like it's it's all publicity, I believe. All of it. And it, like, I just realized that like a couple of days ago. <laughs> <laughs> but congratulations <laughs> to Paul Rudd. Yeah, I love Paul Rudd. Mm -hmm. I, I love his shows. I love him in interviews. He just seems like a really just He's a, a nice just guy. A cool guy. Yeah. All right. So when we get back, we're going to talk about Paris Hilton is finally a married woman. We'll be right back. Sassy Class Boutique is the hot spot for your fashion, beauty, and home decor desires. We celebrate women of all shapes and sizes with our trendy collection of regular and plus-size clothing. Looking for the right accessories? We have upcycled Louis Vuitton handbags, 
vegan purses, and jewelry to add sass to your class. We also offer health and beauty products from salon quality hair care to cruelty-free makeup. Our edgy home decor items will make you the envy of all of your neighbors. Sassy Class Boutique also offers custom items like shirts, hats, and other gifts for any occasion. All of our vendors are female-owned small businesses, and together we are Sassy Class Boutique. Located at 3709 Fatter Drive in Dickinson, Texas, 77539. Or shop anytime with us at www.sassyclassboutique.com. Welcome back to the Libra Lounge with Keisha. Just want to remind you guys to follow us on Instagram at the Libra Lounge with Keisha. Also, like us on Facebook, subscribe to us on YouTube, iTunes, TuneIn app, Laughable app, uh, iHeartRadio, and Amazon Music. And, hey, interact with us on social media. It's usually one of the two of us, usually me, who's responding. Leave us a review if you listen to the show on iTunes. Okay, so Producer James. <sighs> so during a break, I'm like, oh, my God, I need a cough drop so freaking bad. <laughs> and so I put it in my mouth. He's like, can you talk about that in your mouth? I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to. So if you hear any clank, 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 or <laughs> it's me. <laughs> Try not to cough in y'all's ear in this mic. Um, I still got a lot of congestion and stuff going on. Uh, but my sleigh driver over there still made me do a show. Your conservator over here. Your overseer. I, you I, I, I need one. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do life alone. All dumb decisions that are made in our household are made by James. Because I don't know shit but celebrity news and gossip and movies. <laughs> All the unimportant stuff. I always tell people, I'm like, oh, yeah, like, James does all the adult decisions. I do all the fun shit. <laughs> he cleans, I decorate. You know what I mean? That's just the dynamics of us. I know he can't get up. I know he cannot stand me sometimes. All right, so party girl Paris Hilton is now a married woman. Last week, in front of 250 guests that included... Paula Abdul, Kim Kardashian, Kamora Lee Simmons, Nicole Richie, just to name a few, watched Paris as she got married to Carter. I don't know how you say his last name. It's uh, R-E-U-M, Room. It's Room or Room. Something like that. Is um, he, is he uh, foreign? I don't know. Okay. It don't matter now. He's fucking rich. <laughs> <laughs> um. I, think, I want to say they got married in her grandfather's estate. It was a beautiful ceremony. Uh, her dress was gorgeous, as we all knew that it would be. And I want to say she had three wardrobe changes at her reception. Macy Gray performed. Okay, so is the thing now to get Macy Gray to perform at events? Because on the Real Housewives of Potomac at Karen's, um, what do you call it, vow renewal, Macy Gray performed. And I, I'm not going to lie. I was surprised as hell to see Macy Gray performing at Paris Hilton's wedding. I mean, it might have been a favor to uh, Lionel Richie or something like that. Like, was Nicole Richie part of the ceremony or anything? Or was she just there? I said Macy Gray performed. No, I know, but I'm saying. Oh no, saying no, Nicole and Paris were best friends for years. You know, they even had the show, The Simple Life, that they oh, yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know. I'm just saying, like, you said, why would it be Macy Gray? What does Macy Gray have to do with Lionel Richie? I'm just saying, because she's, Paris Hilton was friends with Nicole Richie. Maybe it was a favor to Nicole to have Macy. I don't know. I'm just Yeah, you sound real dumb right now. So we're just going to keep the show rolling. So Macy Gray. 
performed at Paris's um, nuptials, as did Paula Abdul. So that's all great. They're still celebrating. Like it's been like a three-day event. That's all great. It's wonderful and it's beautiful, but there has to be a little bit of drama. So a few days after Paris got married, this story broke that Carter, how do we say we're going to say his last name? Hilton. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Mr. Paris Hilton has a love child. Oh. Yes. A nine-year-old love child. And the rumor is that it's by someone, one of the cast members. It's, this person is associated with one of the cast members from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I don't know how true that is, and I only saw it once, so it, there may be like it may be totally incorrect, but that's just what I had heard. But the thing is, is that he's only seen this kid one time in nine years. He supports the kid financially, but has nothing to do with. I think it's a girl. So. The question was, does Paris know about this love child? Fuck yeah, Paris Hilton knew about this love child. She's a Hilton. Of course, yeah, she probably knew all of the breakdown of his DNA before she ever, like, bought her, bought her ring because you know she bought her own ring. <laughs> but here's what I want to know is that would you marry a woman or a man who has a child that they have, they have chosen not to have a relationship with. So I'm going to be devil's advocate here. The mom may not want Carter to be around the kid for whatever reason. However, the court of law, if you go to court and you're like, I want to see my kid, a judge is going to grant you a standard order, okay? So like I said, he takes care of the kid financially, but he doesn't see the kid. I don't know if I would want to be with a person like that. That was exactly what it was. Like he actually chose not to have any part of his kid's life. I wouldn't value that. I wouldn't. Yeah. Value, that's not a not a trait I'd want to associate with. Yeah, because as a family. You know. Even if the baby mama is, you know, batshit crazy or whatever, you still need to see your kid. Like there's all kinds of laws to protect you. You know, hey, here's the drop off point. No, I don't want to pick up my kid from her. Let's assign a, 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 you know, a neutral person. That's who I get the kid from. There's all kinds of ways to get around a crazy-ass baby mama. Trust me, I know. Now think about what you said <coughs> earlier about Chris so Pratt. Sorry. Yeah. Imagine that the story is kind of uh, presented with a certain skew, and that's what you run with. Again, maybe there's some reason that this is the case. Maybe his mom is a complete and total cunt and won't let him, like who knows? But a court will I, I, make sure that you're able to see your child. I, I understand, I'm just saying, yeah. like nowadays, you can't take the story and think that's the story right. anymore at all, right? Yeah, I, I just know for me, if a guy, I mean nine years and you've only seen your kid one time. That's a hard thing to swallow. That is like, that's gonna make me see you completely different. Like, why are you not seeing your kid? Okay, my baby mama is crazy. Okay, why are you not hiring a lawyer? But you're dating Paris Hilton. I'm sure she has like 15 lawyers on retainer. Just pick three of them and, you know, get this handled. I just feel like, to me, that's a red flag. It should be a red flag. Now, yeah. if, if you don't want to have kids or you don't want to have a family ever, then that's may not be as important. But that's a that's not a good thing to base a 
person's family view on? No, I mean, I wouldn't trust that person as a life partner. That's a good point. Even, let's, again, let's say he, this was a one-night stand, still have some kind of relationship. With, I mean, fuck, see your kid just on a holiday. It's still your kid. It's still your kid. And so when the story first broke, I'm thinking that this is a baby, perhaps, because there was like, does Paris know about this love child? Uh, no, the ch kid is almost a preteen. Okay. He has not, for whatever reason, Paris has not commented on it, nor has he. I'm sure at some point they're going to have to because this story is not going to go away. And I'm sure more details will come out, but I don't like that. I don't either. You know, on the flip side, there are a lot of people who did not want a child and they just support the child financially. I mean, again, if it's one of those things, if if it was a mistake or an accident, you know, I can't think of a single reason why someone should not care for their child. Sorry. Yeah. You had a child. You should care for it. Period. I guess you can say he is but, still caring for the child financially, but it just looks bad. It's just. It looks bad. It looks really bad. It needs a lot of explaining to do. A lot. So go ahead. Get your interview with Oprah <laughs> and break it all down for us, Paris. All right, but congratulations to Paris. Ooh, child. Mm -mm -mm. Talk about the ghetto. The baby is in the news again. Now, you know, not too long ago, the baby was almost canceled, okay? He was very near cancel because he made all these homophobic remarks at a concert saying basically that we have AIDS because of gay people, kind of fuck gay people, gay people this, gay people that. He was very close to getting canceled. However, whoever is like the decider of all things gay <laughs> said, hey, <laughs> instead of canceling the baby, let's educate the baby because he's just a baby. So we're going to educate him. <laughs> he a baby. He don't know nothing. He's a baby. Wham, wham, wham. So, stop. <laughs> okay, so they said we're going to educate the baby. And the baby said, after speaking to some of the gay civil rights leaders, I now understand that the baby was wrong because he kind of speaks of himself. Oh, like, does he do that third person thing? He's very narcissistic. Oh, God. That's All the right. Worst. So, y'all know this is huge because normally if you say something homophobic, you might as well go ahead, collect all of the money you already have, take it to another country because your ass is over. But he got saved. But let me tell you what this jacked up Negro has done now. Oh, boy. So, you know, there have been rumors swir swirling around that he was dating, I think she's like a model and wannabe singer-rapper kind of thought thing. Um, <laughs> general thought for general, general just thought behavior. Behavior, okay? Danny Lee and he were dating, okay? Neither one of them ever confirmed. There was never really any pictures, and then there was a rumor that they had a baby. Neither one of them made any comments about it. So it was still like, okay, it's just a rumor. Until last week. When? <laughs> Apparently there was some kind of altercation 
at the baby's high rise. And from when I piece together, because you know now, even if you're in a full-blown argument with your spouse, lover, baby mama, whatever, you got to go Instagram live with it. Uh, in and the that's middle. exactly what the baby did. <laughs> he was basically saying, basically saying, I need her at my house. She got to go. Shorty, because he kept calling her shorty. She got to go. I'm not about this life. And then you can hear Danny saying, you bitch-ass nigga. You bitch-ass nigga. You're going to kick me out with our three-month-old daughter. So that confirmed that they do have a baby. Ooh, yes. Wow. So then people couldn't figure out, what, why is he doing this Instagram live? Why is he going live with it? But fast forward, the reason why he did it, because he was scared of her ass. And she had beat him up a little bit. And he thought she was going to beat him up again. So he wanted to make sure he had concrete evidence of her putting her hands on him. So then there's a part which this kind of, this, this sucked. She's in the bed and she's trying to feed the baby. And three, which, they're three month old. Which the baby? Oh, the the real the infant baby. <laughs> she's still wearing zero to three month clothes. Not the baby, the baby. Okay, so she's trying to feed the baby. She's like, I can't believe you're doing this. You're trying to kick me out and our baby out. Blah 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 blah. So then she goes Instagram live. I'm like, okay, but we see everything on the baby's Instagram. It's the same shit. Y'all in the same house. Y'all are documenting the exact same shit. So then the cops come, because he calls the cops on her. Well, that's good. I mean... I mean, as opposed to asking for help from Instagram. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, you can always use that in a court of law, I guess, if you need to. So the cops get there, and, you know, Danny is removed from the home. Yeah. So the baby's like, I'm not pressing charges. I just want her to go. What we don't know is whether or not he said, hey, I'll put you in a hotel. I'll do this. I'll do that. That part has kind of been left out. <clears throat> Excuse me. But she was really focusing on, oh, he just, she made it seem like he was just putting her at the house. Then she took it a step further and she like, and I don't like this, but this, this is just the culture. I don't use the N-word. I will use it on the show if I'm, like, saying something that someone said. But Danny Lee is not black, okay? She's actually Dominican. But she's constantly saying, this nigga this, this nigga that. So I'm kind of like, okay, you know what? You need to chill with that a little bit. Like, I know you're mad at him, but you could call him a whole bunch of other things other than a bitch-ass nigga. But she repeatedly said this. So she gets on her Instagram. And says, this is so gross, he's just mad at me because I had a plan B delivered to the house because all he want to do is come with, come in me with no responsibility. So she's saying that's why he get, got pissed off and they got into an argument. She never says that she has hit this boy, okay? So it doesn't come out until the following day when the baby, oh, God, he's so gross because he's just smacking on a chunk, a wad of gum the whole time, flipping it around, playing with it, just really just trashy. So he gets back on Instagram Live, and he actually has the baby, not the baby, but the baby has the baby in his arms, okay? And he's rocking the baby and this, this, and that, and he's kind of like, you know, I didn't want to have to do it like this, but you did. But, you know, shawty, you know, putting her hands on me and da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And he's like, I'm a celebrity. I'm a father first to these kids, and then I'm a celebrity. But then he says, 
and now Shawty, because he, he never refers to her by her name. Like, I'm like, it's her real... He himself by his name. I'm like, okay, but it's her real name, Shawty, or Shawtisha, Shawnice. <laughs> and you just calling her Shawty as, like, her nickname? He's not. So he, he said, now Shawty's mom and her family all want to get in on it. And he was like, they've never even met this baby. Remember, they disowned your ass because the baby is half black. Oh, Ooh. mic drop. Whoa. Yeah, 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 yeah. So everyone, okay, so, and let me say this. Lots of people, including fans of the baby, have trashed him up and down for doing this. Because he could have gone about it a totally different way. He didn't have to go live with any of this. They could have just handled, everyone's like, take this off the internet. Like, why is this on the internet? Why, you know, no one has seen the baby. So the first time people are seeing the baby is him chomping on his fucking gum, talking about the baby's mama, <laughs> okay? <laughs> so this pisses off Danny Lee even more. She's like, this nigga got, that's a shame, that's fucked up. The first time y'all see the baby is like this. Okay, well baby, you could have done like the cover of King's Magazine with the baby in your arms <laughs> if you wanted to, okay? Just like, whatever, y'all putting all your business in the street, you might as well put the baby on there. So. Now, everyone's kind of, they're pissed off at the baby, but now they're like, Danny Lee, are you going to address the fact that your family disowned this baby, the baby, the three-month-old? Because I really feel like I got to explain which baby we're talking really about. Uh, why did your family disown you? Because this baby is half black. So, lots of back and forth. She actually posted a picture where you can see she's inside of a plane and she said, me and the baby got out of the house safely. Okay, bitch, y'all never was going to leave us. He wanted you to leave. He wasn't holding you hostage. You were refusing to leave. Okay, so great. You got out safely. I don't think there was ever a threat that you weren't going to get out safe. He wanted you to go. He went as far as to call the police to get you to go. Good All job. Right? You walked out, you good, walked out good. the door that was being held open for you. Yes, yes, <laughs> you, had, you had escorts. <laughs> police escorts, but you had escorts out of the house. So, yeah, that was crazy. And, you know, I had to go down. I was just like, this is so good. I went all the way down the rabbit hole. And I hate when I do that, but yeah, it was just too good not to see. So, people are wondering, wondering has the baby finally done too much? No, because that's hip hop culture bullshit. Yep. Yeah. They'll be mad at him and then he'll drop another fucking sign and be like, peep, peep, Danny Lee, who? What baby? The baby or the baby? Fuck that baby. We'll know that baby. <laughs> oh, there'll be a diss track from him, a diss track from her, yes, a collaboration. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. All you, like, I didn't even know of a Danny Lee before this. Yeah. So now she's probably got more Instagram likes, more people following her on Twitter. Attention. Attention. So good job. <laughs> I guess. Way to go. Way to go. Good job. Okay. When we get back from this break, we are going to talk about Travis Scott and Astral World. We'll be right back. All right. Welcome back to the Libra Lounge with Keisha. So everyone has been talking about, and I think we're about two weeks out from the tragedy that happened at Travis Scott's Astral concert. Now, let me just break things down because, you know, Travis Scott, everything has been Astral. That has been like the theme of his concerts, like his, he even named one of his albums Astral. So we're here in the Houston area and Astral was an amusement park that we had 
for years and years and years. Like producer James and I, when we were kids, you Astro World was our Disney. Okay, yep. you went there, you rode the rides, you ate the food, you had the Dippin' Dots. We had Water World. Uh, it was a place of great wonder, and we were all very sad when it closed down. And there's been rumors for years and years and years that they're going to rebuild Astro World, but they haven't done it. So I guess Astro, even though Travis Scott is pretty young. So was he around when there was Astral? No. Yeah, there's no, no. this motherfucker capping. Wow. It just yeah. dawned on me. Yeah, Astral World's been a parking lot for a long time now. So maybe he's just living through the stories that like his mom and dad told him about Astral? I don't know. I, I, in, a, in a way, I kind of get it because it was like a huge staple here in the Houston area. But outside of people in Houston or like Texas, they didn't know anything about Astroworld. No, as soon as uh, Six Flags appeared in Texas, there was Astroworld no more Astroworld. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So before we go into this story, because we're talking about concerts, do you remember what your first concert was? I do. What was it? Oh my God! I'm hate to admit it. It was uh, Hank Williams Jr. and of Molly Hatchet. Of course it was. Uh, the, of course it was. How yeah. old were you? Uh, seventeen. You were seventeen when you went to your first concert. Damn. I had to drive myself. Well, my first concert was, um, I was still in elementary school, probably was like in fourth or fifth grade, and it was MC Hammer. Ooh. Yeah, so I can even remember what I wore. I had on black MC Hammer pants, and my mom got me this cute black top, like kind of a tank, and a black kind of cardigan thing to go over it. So I was totally obsessed with Paula Abdul during this time. So I had my hair in like that high ponytail that she did with bangs and this big gold bow. And I got to go with my cool ass uncle, my uncle James, not uncle James, uncle John, who was just like, you couldn't tell me anything. I'm going to go see MC Hammer with my cool ass uncle John. We're going to be up all night doing too legit, too legit to quit. Hey, hey. It was like a blast. I remember that. Okay, so let's go back into Astral. So Travis Scott hosts this concert. Um, there's other performers there, but he is the headliner of this show. Now, as producer James said, Astral has been a parking lot for probably 20 years. Uh, since 2005. Yeah, so longer than, more than 20 years. Well, um. 16 years. 16 years. Okay, that's right, because that was more. Okay. So, almost 20 years, it has been a parking lot. All right. Travis Scott decides to hold a concert. I don't know if it was in the Astral. It wasn't there, but it was in a vicinity. I want to say it was. I think it was at the uh, the uh, arena, Astro Arena. Yes. Because Astro World is a parking lot. It's just a parking lot. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, as you know, Travis Scott, you know, the age group that really listens to his music is very, very young, okay? Probably from, like, middle school age into late 20s. I mean, he's got some adult adults like him, but primarily th that's the age group that listens to Travis Scott. So, one, the concert is held in an arena that has no seats, okay? That's mistake number one. You've got young kids and no guidelines, all right? So Travis Scott has this thing where he likes to get his crowd amped up, which most musicians, they do. They're like, you know, I want you to stand up, clap your hands, sing along, da 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 But he likes when they're at the motherfucking fool, all right? So when Travis gets on stage, he tells them, 
everyone run up to the stage. <clears throat> so since there's no seats, whoever is the fastest is going to get to the closest to the stage. Mistake number one, because you got young knuckleheaded kids. Some of them are being dropped off. They've got no parental uh, guidance there. They have no parents there. So they're there by themselves. They don't have anyone to say, sit your ass down, bring your ass over here. I want your ass to wait. So I'm not sure at what point things went wrong, but I think it was pretty quick. Well, they had videos showing people getting trampled, like going through the gate. Like yeah, because no... he told them to bomb rush the stage, to get in there, get close to the stage. Oh, yeah, because yeah, it was like first stand, first stand. Yes. Yeah. So if you're young, you want, you're want you you're at a concert, you're seeing the, your favorite artist, of course you want to get close to the stage. Sure. My old ass would, and I'd be like, I'm going to be in my car. I can hear you from a mile uh, away. Yes, I'm exactly. Walk. So while this is going on, you've got people that are falling down, People don't realize that people have fallen down, so people are getting trampled over, okay? They're not able to get up because there's so many people there. So you've got people that are starting to notice like something's going on. And at some point, Travis notices that there's something going on, but he doesn't stop the show. So there's actually a video of a young man who actually climbs up like he's damn near on the stage and he's saying stop the show stop the show people are getting hurt so Travis at that point he actually the music doesn't stop but he said is someone yelling at me who's yelling at me and it's like uh this little kid right here that's trying to save motherfucking lives while you up here with your fucking dookie braids still trying to do a show so people are being trampled people cannot breathe Several people went into cardiac arrest, which is just insane to think about because they're so young, but you have to know how bad it was. Now, initially when the story came out, people were saying that there was someone going around pricking people with the needle and inserting drugs inside of them, which that story was completely disputed. That was not true at all. So Travis is, of course, encouraging his people to rage it out, rush the stage. He knew something was wrong, but he would not stop the show and that is where travis went wrong so many people are trying to say oh it's not travis's fault this is this is no it was the people in the stand it, no there was no stands so when people say yo no it's the people in the stands so no there were no stands it was a fucking free-for-all with young people okay so he refuses to stop the show so that's where i fault travis scott did he know that people were dying no he didn't but he knew something was going on and he didn't stop. So, since there's so many people saying that it's not his fault, people started releasing videos of other artists at their concerts and something has happened and they shut the show down. Well, they even released video from Travis Scott from yes. other concerts where he encouraged people yes. to dive off the balcony yes. and shit like that. Yes. So, one of the bands, uh, Linkin Park, they were at a concert and they noticed it wasn't even anywhere near like this. And they stopped the show. They said, no, we're not going to start back. You need to care about other people. Y'all are all here together. We're not fucking going on. If you see someone fall down, you see someone get hurt, you help them up. They refused to start back performing until the crowd had completely toned all the way down. 
there are there are heavy metal bands that, that have, have stopped that, their show which the yes. whole point is to thrash they've done this for just a person passing out yes because you have to think about it i mean i've been at concerts and i've been to standing only concerts with my daughter scholar and i'm like i i gotta move back because it's so hot it's so congested people are pushing one another because you want to get to the front because there's no rules so i can't even imagine how hot it was out there because we're here in houston and it's 90 degrees still so you've got all these people bunched up together. There was even a video of Michael Jackson, who is hands down one of the best entertainers ever. He stopped the show. He stopped his show because there was a bug on the stage. <laughs> he had security come out and say, guys, you see that bug right there? Is that a bug? No, 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 no. Don't hurt him. Don't hurt him. Get him. Save him. That right there. If that case closed, you know what I mean? Case closed. Well, Michael Jackson, like, uh, there's lots of videos. Women would pass out. Yeah. And they were lifted over. They were protected. Yeah. They were, yeah. you know, they got pulled to the side. Yes. Brought back. I mean, no one died at a place where people were literally passing out. Yeah, because they're so excited to see Michael Jackson, yeah. just adrenaline. Then it's hot. So, yeah, it does happen quite often that people pass out at concerts. This is totally fucking different, okay? Because it was multiple people. We're not just talking about the people that were killed or who were very hurt. There was other people that still were trampled over that didn't, their stories didn't even make the news, all right? So you've got Kylie Jenner going Instagram Live, showing the video, you know, showing the world this, you know, where she's at and the concert and this, this, and that. Travis knew something went left and he kept performing well now the lawsuits are hitting oh they're hitting so, hard i think they're up to about 750 million dollars uh, okay that, that may be wrong it may be no, 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 no. Million. that's right so okay. so um so tony tony busby who okay was a houston attorney yes filed the 750 million dollar one yes a few hours ago thomas henry who's a attorney in san antonio filed a two billion dollar lawsuit against against every performer, against Apple, against the yes. organizers, against everybody. It was a shit show, and this did not have to happen. Ten people died. Ten people died. Two, one died just last week after being on life support, and then this week, nine, a nine-year-old. Nine-year-old. Yes, he passed away. He was there with his dad. So he, he even he had a parent there, and it still happened to him. So that just lets you know how chaotic that it was. So... Travis Scott takes to Instagram to issue an apology. Let me tell you, I watched this, and he would have done better if he had said nothing at all. It was the worst. He never fucking apologized. He was making up excuses. And so there's a list of things that, like, red flags when a person is lying. He had all of them. He never stopped moving. He's rubbing his head. He never looks directly into the camera. He's just making up excuses, 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 saying that he's so sorry, I'm gonna help these families, but never taking full responsibility. I don't think that anybody can take responsibility these days because no. if you admit that you're responsible, then all those lawsuits will come to you. You will be, it's your fault if you say it's my fault. Yeah. So, he had to say something, and again, PR. 
yes. publicity. Yes, it was. Handling. It was well. He didn't have a good PR person because they would have told him not to post that shit. Right. It was horrible. Like he was fidgeting around, all just all these things. I care about my fans so much. Clearly, you don't because you went to Dave and Buster's after the concert. Even though you did not know anyone was dead, but you damn sure knew that people were hurt. Yes. And you, and knew, you still and, went right. and celebrated. And there were deaths that happened there. There. Yes. So by the the time, majority, yes. By the, time, by the time the concert was over, we already had reports of people dead on site. And he's still site. saying that he did not know, and I do yeah. not believe that to be true at all. Unless he just went and drank, smoked, and didn't give a shit about any of that. Which goes to tell you, he does not care about his fans. Thank you. All right, and so then they, <laughs> this is fucking horrible. So then they issued a story saying, oh, but Kylie and Stormy are okay. Oh, we're nobody looking for them. They weren't in the they, crowd. They, they, they were never in danger. In danger of a lawsuit, perhaps, because he's about to be living off Kylie Jenner for the rest of his life, because he's about to get all the way canceled, because it's bad enough what happened during the concert, but it's the actions after the concert that are so bad. For example, so he was scheduled to perform in several other concerts, and so the cons the people over the concerts are dropping him. He should have dropped himself. He should have said, in the wake of the tragedy that happened at Asheroll, I do not feel right as an artist, as someone who deeply cares for my fans, that I should continue on with, uh, what do they call it, this a tour or whatever. I should not continue on with the tour in honor of these people who lost their lives at my last concert. That's what he should have done. But I, no, he had to wait until they told him, we don't want you. I haven't heard him go say he's going to talk to any of the victims' families. Has, because usually this should He happen. says that he's reached out to them. He said that he's... Now... This is what we don't know. He says that he's reached out to him. Okay, you personally reaching out or an assistant, a PR person or a lawyer reaching out are two totally different things. Great that you're going to pay for their funerals? Really? That's it? You thought that that would be enough? What about therapy for the people who were there? What about therapy for the families who lost someone? What about the medical bills of these people? This is horrible. I'm sorry. Here's a check. Yes, that's Terrible. what he should have done. No, no, but, no, 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 that's what he oh, did. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, it, a check for a funeral. Yeah. No. That that's by saying, the way, I help I'll help I help you put him in the ground yeah, since I'm since part I'm of part of the reason day. why they're in the ground. So I was actually at um Ulta last night and I saw my friend's daughter who works there and she was like, Hey yeah, she's like, Since the last time I saw you, I don't actually work for Ulta anymore. I go around to different ultras. I only sell Kali cosmetics. And I was like, okay, well, find the stuff I'm looking for first. Uh, it's not Kylie. And because um, I was having a hard time, find, they were like out of my uh, setting powder color. So I was like, later on, I was like, so have Kylie's sales gone down? She goes, oh my God, yes. And I was like, damn. She goes, but not only have the sales gone down, she goes, I've been attacked because I'm a representative to sell Kylie's products. She said, people have cussed me out, said I would never buy any of that fucking fake ass bitch and she's a murderer. All of these things, I'm like, okay, don't buy her products, but please do not cuss out the person who is simply doing their job and trying to pay their bills. So Kylie issued um, an apology. Kim did too, which, uh, Kim, this really didn't have nothing to do with you, but okay. Because to me, I kind of felt like she's trying to... Protect the brand. Yeah. 
It's all about the brand. Yeah, it is not brand. about the people. No. It is about the brand. Kim's thinking, well, I just released my new Skims, and I broke a record for making a million dollars in, like, the shortest amount of time. I don't want this to affect what I'm doing, so let me issue something. And it was just like... No sincerity to it. It's so contrived. No. It's it, so it, yeah. formulaic. Yeah. It's just a process. Yes. It's yeah. It, it, it's just, my thing is, if you really are so apologetic, you should be talking to your sister's baby daddy and maybe helping him write some checks because uh, he about to go through it. It's going to be bad. It's going to be very, very bad. And it should be because children be. were, yes. were killed. Yeah. It should be. Yeah. I actually went and looked at some of the Facebook pages of some of the victims and- you know how I go down a rabbit hole, so then I'll, like, see their family. I'll look on their pages. It's really sad. It is sad. And they were young. And they were young. Very, very yeah. nine years old. Well, at, from starting from nine, and I don't think any of Anyone, them were over 25. Yeah, so there was actually, you know, they had identified all of the victims who had died, but there was one person, I guess he didn't have any ID on him, um, and they, you know, probably did the fingerprints, and they could not find who he was. They had to actually post a picture of his dead face oh. and said, we need help finding out who this is so we can find his family, which they did. This guy had actually traveled with his friend. Now, I can't remember if it was with his friends or not, but he had traveled from like multiple states to come down here for this concert. Wow. Yeah, it's just uh, a tragedy. It, it did not have to happen. And I just feel like even after it happened, so many things were done so selfishly. Well, I'll go one better. COVID. Like you now no you shit. have you have a bunch of people yeah. slammed together with no oversight, yeah. no management of any kind, no yeah. safety of any kind. Yeah. And yeah, it's just a great big here. Here, fuck yeah. you guys, don't kill each other. Yeah, uh, and they even are saying that like the people that were working security were not trained to work like in a setting oh, with right, that many yeah. people. And they even said that they went to Travis's people and just said, look, we don't feel prepared for all of this. They had no idea it was going to go to this level, but they right. were already saying, we don't feel comfortable. Like, it's almost like they. Well, they, I mean, you could, t I mean, here's the thing. If you're going to work security and you're going to have thousands of people. You want to feel that some, you're going to be able to yeah. protect them, not just them, but protect yourself too. There's some basic shit. It yeah. has to be there for any event of yeah. that size. Yeah. So our hearts go out to the families. Like, they have most definitely been on our prayer list every night. Because it's sad. Because how many times has Skylar gone to a concert? Yeah. You know what? I, she ain't going to one now. It's going to be a long. Well, for one thing, I will say this. The time that she went to a concert and there were no seats, I went with her. Right. Right. But from this point on, she's not going nowhere unless they are assigned motherfucking seats. Like, you're not, no, you can't go. Mm -mm. So, all right, when we get back, we will have the bitch please of the week. Bitch, please. You be rolling down the street. Telling stories, bitch, you never tell the truth. Bitch, please. Everybody know you lying, bitch, cause all you do is lie. Producer James and I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Like, it is still so crazy to me that people that actually listen to the show. <laughs> I, it's just, 
we get in here, we record, we we kiki, we laugh, and then we go on with the day. But you guys are really listening to the show and enjoying the show, and that means the absolute world to both of us. So thank you. And thank you from all across the world. Yes. Because now I see charts. You hit in Ireland. You hit in South Africa, Germany. I mean, Australia. It's it. It's amazing to see how many parts of the world get to hear you. Are listening to my loud at country ass. I know. Isn't it something? Ooh, is that what Americans are like? <laughs> the ghetto. The ghetto. All right. So, you know, this is our segment for Bitch Please, but this is not, I'm not going to be awarding a Bitch Please. But I have to tell you something so insane. And you guys may not think it's a big deal, but it's a motherfucking big deal to me. So, okay, you guys know that I'm a huge Real Housewives fan. And if you're watching the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, okay, we just saw Jen get arrested. Well, we, we saw the feds coming for Jen Shaw. We finally got to see all the footage from this lawsuit that she's facing, okay? She's facing some major jail time, and we still don't know where the truth lies. So we had where they swarmed her house, um, they went inside, they had a warrant, and this, 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 and that. And so as we were watching, I told James, I was like, oh, my God, those are her kids. They're bringing her kids out of the house. I was like, was teary-eyed. Like, I was like, this is horrible. Those are babies. Like, why is the camera even showing this? You know what I mean? Like, they should have stopped. So I followed Jen Shaw on my boutique, Sassy Class Boutique's Instagram page. Make sure to follow and I was looking at um, her stories, and someone else had noticed that as well, and just was like, this is bullshit, I can't believe they did that. So I just messaged back in re response to what that person was saying, and I was like, I felt the same way too, I was so sad, I was you know, disheartened that they showed the boys, it just, it was too much, and I know it's TV, but I just felt like they should have protected them a little bit more. Jen Shaw read my message, is she? responded to my message and it wasn't just a oh thank you da, da, da. she wrote back actually should i read what she wrote back sure okay this is what jen shaw the real jen shaw not the jen shaw who got on twitter and said the heather looked like shrek or manatee because you know she said she didn't say those things <laughs> but this is what she wrote me back she said i was devastated I couldn't watch the entire episode. Coach watched the entire thing, but I couldn't. My boys were home, and I didn't want to get emotional, and I didn't want them to see it either. They don't need to relive that. Jen Shaw wrote that back to me. And she's right. And she's right, but she wrote that to me. <laughs> so should I try to get her on the show? <laughs> I feel like we have a relationship now. I'm going to be like, I feel like we're kind of cousins. Like, on Coach Shaw's side, because he's black. But I feel like we're cousins a little bit. Like, come do my podcast. Look, y'all, if you guys follow Jen Shaw, <coughs> Get up. This ain't no concert. Okay. So, sorry, guys. This cough is horrible. And I've really been trying to keep it all together. But, God damn. Uh, tell Jen Shaw she should do the Leave Around to Peach podcast. Like, flood her pages, her DMs with it. That would be great. I've been trying to get a housewife on this show for years. It's not easy. It is not easy. But I feel like now, okay, wait, hold on. Not only just this, but Giselle Bryant did a cameo for me. My friend got a cameo, Giselle Bryant. 
she said my name. She, she, Giselle, who's like my favorite, said my name. She said the name of the Libra Nashikisha podcast. She said Sassy Class Boutique. She said that I am like the number one diva in Galveston County. And I am. But oh my God, I feel like I am one step closer to being the star, the main star of the Real Housewives of Houston. Oh, star to main star. The main star. I'm going to be in the middle. What you, what you think? I think we should have, you know, they all have something in their hand. Should we have ribs? Should we have uh, cowboy boots? A cowboy hat with short crystals all over it? My balls. That's so dumb. I'm just saying. I don't even like to touch your balls. No, Why I would mean, the rest no, of the cast I don't mean touch. touch. It. You said to hold in your hand like you're, you're okay, controlling you know, it. You, you know, you didn't feel flat a couple of times on the show when you tried to go in for yeah, something and just it just point. didn't work out. I don't, I don't know if you want to edit that shit out or whatever, or you just want people to think you feel <laughs> stupid. But whatever makes you feel happy. But yes, I talked to Jen Shaw. It's amazing. So thank you guys for listening. Have a great rest of your week and stay sucker free. It's the Needle Lounge. The Needle Lounge. Ooh.